Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Phoebe's not feeling OG, Malaysia finally talks to Byron, Tammy's taking sides, and the Scott family truth bomb ignites at brunch. You're watching the Basketball Wives LA After Show. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hi, everybody. I'm so excited to be here. Hey, guys. We're missing one, but it's okay. We're going to pull through anyway. Yeah, Miss Conversation Piece will be back next week, but we're going to hold it down. Absolutely. So we have so much to get into today. A lot of drama. Um, You know, Kristen and OG had their moment, and Cece had a crazy moment also. We have an amazing special segment with Invasion of the Closet Snatchers again. We're going to read some tweets from some of our fans. Mm -hmm. And, of course, we have news and gossip. It's a good good little bomb we're going to drop. Yes, a nice bomb. Some some real fans already know it, and they probably know what to expect already, but we're going to share it anyway. But, of course, we cannot start off without introducing ourselves. My name is Brianna Cheyenne, and I have the lovely Adese here by my side. Hi, everyone. How are you doing? I can hear you guys saying that you're well, so I'm right. happy. <laughs> so, straight to it. Thoughts. Go. Wow. Um, I was a bit torn this episode. It's just so much is coming out. We know that, you know, the Scott bomb was dropped, and I just wasn't sure who's at fault. I mean, I know who's at fault, but there's a lot of... It's her fault, but no, it's really her fault. So mm-hmm. I was kind of torn this episode. I wasn't as riled up as I was last episode, but... Yeah, I'm definitely glad it was a little bit more toned down this time because last episode was very crazy. Mm-hmm. I think... Because you and I, we were going back and forth because we have very different opinions with the CC and Kristen thing. And it's it's kind of just like... a figuring out of reaction versus action, which one is, you know, which one was worse, which one equaled. So it was, it's just different perspectives. Right. Um, But I'm sure as the season goes on, we're going to be able to get a better understanding of everything. Right. Well, first of all, we're going to get a clear understanding of how Phoebe feels about OG. And it couldn't be any more clear than (laughs) what Phoebe divulged about OG's comment about the gag order. What did you think about OG's comment? You know, it just it didn't surprise me because we know OG is a a troublemaker yes. in this group and that's why it's kind of hard to side with her for anything. Mm-hmm. And it kind of we'll talk about that later, but that's why it kind of bothered me how adamant Tammy was that she was the victim in the situation when we know OG is a a troublemaker. Yeah. And so, I just I mean in the way she said it too like obviously she was being snooty and shady like she could have been like 
you just said his name, girl. You don't got a gag order? Right. Phoebe would have took that different. Right. But of course she said, oh, gag order? Like, come on, OG. Like, what is your real problem? And you just met this girl. Yes. And I love how Phoebe went straight to New York. She's like, I'm not no bird, baby mama. Like, right. Like, I'm a boss ass bitch. Like, yeah. we can take that here. So. Exactly. <laughs> and the thing is, is like, for OG, like you said, she doesn't know Phoebe. And you can't just come out your mouth talking about, oh, you don't have a gag order. Because that's very disrespectful. It's very disrespectful. And I know OG would feel some type of way if somebody came at her who didn't know her. As, like, if she and Kwame had a situation, they're like, oh, you don't have a gag order? And I think OG's a little bit pressed, too, that Kwame was on the last season. Yeah. So it, it solidifies her relationship with him. Yeah. And that's probably why she felt ballsy enough to be able to say that. But it's still not okay. I just don't understand that how OG could take such a a big stance like she's better than anyone else when like she looked like the like the butt of a lot of jokes last season when yeah. she was like trying to seduce her man and <laughs> ask her man when he when does he want to marry her and he was giving the um uh oh uh I don't know yes. like girl let's remember your humble beginnings and calm down like that was just unnecessary for yeah. OG for me because they weren't even living together she right. was begging to live together too like please and the thing is you would think that with all of that she would like you said be more humble but I don't know there's just something about OG where Shawnee hit it on the head she said that girl is mad. Mm-hmm. And I just don't understand. Why are you so mad? I think she's probably trying to solidify her place in the group and maybe be on the By show. By being messy? Because you think about it, Kwame's not on the show anymore. She, If she wasn't this messy, she really, really wouldn't have a place in this group. She'd just be a floater. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, she does have a little beef with Kristen, but that's gonna run its course. Yeah. When that runs its course, who's she gonna really, like, what would OG's place be on this show? It's gonna be now her versus Phoebe. I just see her ML. I do. And I don't like her. Yeah. I, her character. I yeah, like the her char- character on the show. Yes, the character on the show. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, Byron finally told his truth, his side. I'm really glad that Malaysia went straight to Byron and said, even though she made it clear it was her last resort, it was something that had to get done. Right. And I was very surprised by the way he responded to Malaysia. So do you think that their exchange could it could push them in the right direction or do you think they're still stagnant well first what surprised you about byron's reaction to malaysia um well more at the fact that he was just kind of like it's not a big deal but he also said you know cc is not innocent and throughout the season we saw a lot of byron always having cc's back so to see him say you know i know she's flawed and say it to malaysia mm-hmm. i was kind of, i was a little like yeah. oh okay so he recognizes that right um i think byron's a realist and he mm-hmm. he can see all sides of the situation and you know what through the conversations even Kristen had to admit it after she calmed down the actual topic is not that serious. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that it was weaponized. The way she delivered it, it was as right. if it's a jab. Because we, we finally got to the bottom of it. It is not a secret. But then I didn't know the dynamic, and we find out from Byron that he did raise him mm-hmm. since one. So it's not even a question of like, oh, yeah. did he come in as a teen or something? Yeah. like That is his son. And it was nice to hear that because it seems like Byron and Thomas are having a little bit of friction. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to hear Byron say, no, no, that's my son. Like yeah. No one could tell me any different but then he's still a man who who cannot care about anything so he was like it's not that big of a deal and like you said um, I think 
he would be foolish to say CC has no part in this because mm-hmm. behind the scenes he sees the problem with CC and Kristen anyway, and it would just seem a little bit naive of him to be like CC like is completely innocent. So I'm glad Malaysia went to Byron. I feel like that was a long time coming for sure. I also like that he was able to explain his side about the whole grandfather granddaughter dynamic because mm-hmm. that was the main issue he had with Kristen is because Kristen made it seem like he doesn't play a part at all in his granddaughter's life, right. but he made a valid point in saying, you know, I reach out all the time, you don't respond or if you do, you have an excuse for why I can't see her and you don't bring her over to my house. Right. So why am I going to keep on trying if you're not putting in any type of effort either? Right, and that's what makes it so hard for me to side with Kristen because I just like, when we were going back and forth, I was just like, Kristen is not innocent in a lot of the things she does, but then she, the way she puts it out to the group, it's just like, oh, poor Kristen. Like, you would have thought, like, dang, like, Byron, the problem he's having with Thomas is affecting his grandchild. Like, how could he not see it? And then you realize, like, he made such a good analogy. Like, he's going to keep running into this wall Mm -hmm. until he figures out that if he stops running, he won't hit this wall anymore. I don't, I mean, I don't know Byron, but I don't see him as a bad guy. I'm sure he's tried, but you can't keep telling him, oh, the baby sleep, oh, the baby sleep, and then complain that he doesn't come and see the baby. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, what does a little two-year-old sleep? Okay, we'll wake the two-year-old up. That's your grandfather. But we do have to remember, though, it's not only Kristen. It's Thomas also. Right, but it seems like Kristen is the mouthpiece in that. You know, it's it's a, I can't put the blame because I don't know the family dynamic, but mm-hmm. when you see dynamics of a, a couple, you can tell who's the mouthpiece, who moves, who budges. He seems like... Kristen seems like the more dominant person in the family. Like, Kristen probably is the one to arrange the meet the meeting of the like you know, them coming mm-hmm. together or right Kristen probably men aren't gonna do that anyway. Right. So that's why I'm saying I'm not blaming Kristen, but if Byron reaches out to Kristen and Kristen's the one kind of pushing him away, not to say that Byron's free of fault. Mm-hmm. He's not going to... I don't see Byron being how relaxed he is. I don't see him now, okay, let me go to Thomas. He's going to think that they're talking as a group, as a mar- uh, married couple, which is how married couples usually do. Mm-hmm. And if they're like, we don't want Grandpa to come around, I don't see him pushing any further. So, I think that's also shows... Just how you made that uh, comparison about talking as a group, as a married couple, I think that's uh, why Kristen had such strong feelings towards Cece about... Byron not seeing their granddaughter because she wanted Cece to say, look, you know, let's just go over there. Let's just drive by. Let's just pop up. They're down the street. And Cece made it very clear, and we're going to get into that later, she made it very clear, like, it's not a priority for her. Mm-hmm. At this point, and and the one thing that I would say is that Kristen is saying that, Kristen said last season that it was CC holding Byron back, mm-hmm. not taking the initiative. She wasn't saying, CC, I just want you to take more initiative to bring um, the baby over or, or come see the baby. She was just like, I think that you're telling Byron to not come over. She was putting mm-hmm. blame on CC instead of asking for initiative. And that's the problem I have because if you're going to look at them as one couple unit, you have to one, remember who's actually related to your kid. Mm-hmm. It's Byron. So it's a little bit too easy for her to blame Cece. I think she was a bit delusional that she thinks that Cece is just mastermind, like, controlling this man when clearly Byron does whatever he wants to do. Yeah, and I said it, I'll say it again, from episode one, I said Byron is an old man, he doesn't have time for Mm -hmm. this drama, he's not with it, he wants no parts, 
He just wants to enjoy his life and his retirement and right. his wife. He's about to get married. Like, you really can't be bothered during these times, especially during a, a, a marriage planning. My brother's about to get married, so mm-hmm. I know exactly how it is. It's you a just, stressful thing. It's a very stressful thing. And also a really happy moment. Mm-hmm. Like, this is probably the last thing that he wants to engage with. But he is on the show, so I, mm-hmm. he has to want to engage with it a little bit. So, Kristen made a good point later on in the episode when she said, what is it going to be like when... You're walking down the aisle, or I think it was Malaysia said it, when you're walking down the aisle and you know that your family is at odds. Like, mm-hmm. how is that going to make you feel to Cece? And I don't know. I wish I wish I saw more emotion from Cece in this case. Mm-hmm. I don't... I, you can't force someone to feel something, but I just wish something would click in her and be like, you know what? Maybe I can do a little bit more. But it's more so, like, what more do you want at this point? Like, I was siding with Cece 100% because we've seen Cece cry every single meeting. But what is she crying about, though? Because she is, like, it's like, we have to we have to play it fair here. Like, this is not Cece's fault entirely. Cece it's does not entirely have fault. her fault. No, so when all. you see no, Cece crying, she feels like everyone's ganging up on her. She had a problem with Evelyn. She had a problem with uh, someone she thought was her friend Kristen who's telling her it's only surface level. Mm-hmm. Every single time they come to confront Chris, uh, Cece, even... Kristen London and Cece. She showed emotion there, did she not? She got up. First of all, the anger was an emotion. She cried that meeting. Like, at this point, I feel for Cece. I am tired. So if you don't like me, which is apparent, I want people to start being honest. Kristen does not like Cece. And Cece needs to be honest, too. Cece doesn't care too much for Kristen. I think she did care because she was a little hurt about that surface-level comment. Mm -hmm. But how much more do you want from Cece? Cece could be a better stepmom. And family member, yes, but it's putting too much of the onus on Cece, in my opinion. Kristen needs to fix up. Like, we don't hear from Thomas, which means Kristen is the one who's, like, spearheading a lot of this on from their front. We don't hear from Thomas until he gets his one-minute cameo on the show. I think they both need to shape up. Yeah, I can agree. They both need to equally shape up in their own separate ways. Yeah, I can agree. So, moving on, Tammy is clearly team OG with this whole truth bomb with Byron and Thomas. And I'm really turned off at the fact that she's so quick to jump on OG's side. Mm. Especially to the point where she's calling Jackie fake Mm -hmm. for not speaking up. Mm -hmm. I'm very disappointed. I was disappointed in general because Tammy has been avoiding the group this entire exactly. season, and now this is where you want to make your debut. That's fine. But, and two, Tam, I think it's more so t- because we find out, and Tammy finds out that she doesn't have the full story, she immediately aligns with OG because she has been the. I would say that target. She has been the target. Mm -hmm. So immediately she hears six versus one. Like, I've been there before. And um, I. I think it's. I'm trying not to. I'm trying to be fair about this because I don't. I just don't like OG's character mm-hmm. on this show. Mm-hmm. So I just don't. I mean, I can see where Tammy's friends with OG, so she should have done that. But to call Jackie fake, and of course you could tell that the scenes were cut off because we learned later that they were yelling at each other, which we didn't see. Yeah. So apparently there was more to it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't feel like Jackie defended herself as much. And then OG didn't tell the truth. Where was exactly. Tammy saying, "Girl, you told me it was six on one, and I called my friend fake for you." 
she was just was like, oh, I wasn't told that. And so, Jackie, I apologize to you. Like, I just, Tammy. Because I think she felt dumb. And the thing is, Tammy, every season, every single season, there's a new person to introduce. Tammy is the same one. The first one talking about, I'm I don't tired like of friends. these new girls. I'm tired of these mm-hmm. new friends. All these, all the time. And OG is still fairly new. Yeah. And so for her to be so quick, just because you can relate to someone. Right. With just that little bit of information that's one-sided. Right. And then you turn on Jackie and you've known her for so many years. Yeah, the comment about OG being the realest person she's ever met. Girl, that was a... Questionable. That was a hyperbole there. Like, okay. I think she was just trying to make... I don't know what Tammy was trying to do. I feel like she's a vet on this show. Like, she she knows how this stuff works. Like, just to take OG side so quickly, like, she was there. Yeah. She was acting like she was there, which also bothered me. Like, she knew the story. Like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's OG's fault because since that's her friend, she's just going to take it from her friend's perspective. So, mm-hmm. But Jackie's her friend, too. Exactly. I don't know. She should have played that a little more neutral. Yeah. So, so we're going to take a quick pause because I'm sure you have an announcement to say. Oh, want to say that we appreciate you guys so much and we thank you for making After Buzz the ESPN of TV talk so if you're on YouTube watching us right now be sure to like, comment, and subscribe like we know you always do and let us know what you think about the episode and how we're doing out there if you're on iTunes be sure to give us 5 stars and let us know that we're doing an amazing job we appreciate your support every single week and we hope you come back every single week to join us talking about basketball wives thank you, thank you (laughs) Thank you, Ding. Yes, thank you. So back, I was like, where did that Ding come from? <laughs> so I want to get back to this topic about Tammy because I was thinking, and I'm like, you know, this mediator position is really new for her. Mm-hmm. She's never been the one to try to fix a problem. And so I want to get your opinion. Do you feel like it's more, it's hypocritical, or do you feel like that's a, that shows like an evolution in Tammy? I think it shows her growth Mm -hmm. in Tammy because we know that Tammy is not shy of altercation. Mm -hmm. Well, she's shy now of altercation. I think so much is going in her life that she wants to pull away. But in general, Tammy's character is not shy of altercation. And also, I feel because she's not the person with her back against the wall versus everyone else, she can take this mediator position. Her and Evelyn... Her and whomever, it's all, she's always in something. This is the first time in a long time that we've seen that Tammy's not in anything. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what other position would she take? Mediator? Or she could have been spectator. She could have been just a spectator. It would be interesting to see Tammy as a spectator. Just sit in there? I feel like it's more realistic to watch her as a spectator than a mediator. Yeah, but I think it's because of the whole OG thing. I think she maybe she felt like... Jackie didn't step up for OG, so she had to step up for OG. The mediator role that she took at the brunch, though, yeah, very nice. Yes, I did appreciate that. Very nice, yeah. I definitely did. I'm glad you brought up the brunch, because I want to talk about this moment OG and Kristen had. Yeah. Um, it got really tense, again. Thankfully, not as tense as the last episode. But there was a moment where Kristen finally said, you know, OG, I said something very foul about Kwame, Mm -hmm. and I apologize. And I have to admit, I was not expecting an apology from Kristen towards OG for anything. Mm -hmm. So do you think that came from a genuine place, or do you think it was just like, you know what, I just want this girl to keep my name out her mouth? I think it came from a genuine place because of how hurt she was by OG and after you take 
the time to cool down in the situation and you're expecting an apology from OG, mm-hmm. you have to take accountability for any part that you have might played in that exact spat. Mm-hmm. And you know when you say things below the belt. Now, it was bleeped out for us, and we kind of tried to make our own. I think we kind of I think we figured, figured out, out what yeah. she said, and so she knows it's a low blow. So yeah. if she's going to even expect a my bad from OG, she had to say I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And it takes a hurt person sometimes to know a hurt person, so she had to know OG was hurt by that. I mean, one came before the other, right? She said the comment before OG dropped the bomb. But OG seemed like she was gearing up to drop that bomb anyway. Yeah, she was waiting for her moment. Yeah. But you don't know that until after she I mean, if say that spat did not happen, OG would have had no entrance to do it. She might have wanted to do it in a way. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have happened like that. She might have, like, leaked it to Evelyn or something. Yeah. But in that moment, you can only take responsibility for that moment. Had Kristen not been, like, uh, you know, they could even they could have even had little words for each other. Mm-hmm. It's the whole, like, the Kwame comment is what was like, oh, no, I got you now. Because she could have just been like, OG, I don't even like you. What entrance would OG have to say, okay, but your last name's not even so Scott. So you feel like the Kwame comment was enough for OG to say that? You're implying my man, if what we think he, she said is what he said, mm-hmm. she said, mm-hmm. <laughs> in this public setting, you're implying that my man... Mm-hmm. Is doing whatever, whatever he has. Not, she said he had done. Yeah. If I'm looking for an entrance to come at you, this is it. Like in my head, I'm like, okay, ding, ding, ding. Like, yeah. I'm gonna, like I'm gonna I'm get ready. at you now, and mm-hmm. you're not gonna have nothing to say after. So, like I said last episode, you cannot tell people how to play defense. So. Yeah, I will agree because there was when we were talking about this before. I was saying nothing can. Nothing is okay enough to to say something about family, but I I will say if you talk about my mama or my man, it's no holding back, and that's gonna be her husband hopefully. Well, so we so we say that's so we be her husband. So just like um, Kristen got her husband's back, how could you or you know like mm-hmm. how could you not expect her to have her long time fiance boyfriend's back whatever yeah. he. Whatever he I'm is. not sure. Did they say she, they were getting married? No. Or she wanted a kid? She wants, she she wants, wants it all, to do but it, they, but haven't, they haven't gotten to that yeah. point yet. So, But still the same thing. Like Even my long-term boyfriend, like, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't really accept anything, especially mm-hmm. for my enemy. Yeah, That's the big thing. Kristen said it. Like She was waiting for that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad that they got that out the way and that apology. So hopefully we won't have to hear it again because I can't stand an apology and then you bring it up again. You either forgave me or you didn't right. move on. But one piece that we must talk about is CC Malaysia and Kristen mm. finally had their go around. And mind you, this is the thing. There wasn't really a reason for Phoebe to be there. There wasn't really a reason for Shawnee to be there, I feel like. Because this was more about OG CC Malaysia and Kristen. Well no, mind you, there was a brunch already planned by Tammy. Then Tammy is one who kind of turned it into this is going to be the kumbaya. Because mm. remember, she was just like, everyone's invited but Evelyn. Mm-hmm. But because, you know, Tammy, then Tammy was saying like, oh, this is my opportunity. We can all have a sit down. But they planned on it being a Ponderosa. Cause, yeah, but like it was supposed to still be a brunch of friends because everyone was invited but mm-hmm. Evelyn. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Now, if it was like uh, CC, Kristen, Malaysia, Tammy, 
and Jackie, then you're like, okay, what's what's Jackie doing there? But mm-hmm. because everybody was there but Evelyn, it was really, it's like a brunch of friends, but this yeah. was just the perfect time to put everything on the table. So I'm glad everybody was there because yeah. there'll be no crosstalk later. Right, exactly. No mm-hmm. he says, she say, mm-hmm. playing telephone and messages get mixed up. Right. Absolutely. So, yes. So, Malaysia, Cece, and Kristen have their moment. Yes. What do you, what, I don't even know how to really begin because it was such a mess of a conversation and all they do is just go in circles, mm-hmm. go in circles. So what do you, what, what were you hoping would happen within that conversation between them? Um, I was hoping that Cece took more accountability for the, for her part in mm-hmm. this like we we were saying just cc should not have told whether it's a family secret or not whether it's a big deal or not yeah. so you never tell somebody's enemy first of all you don't tell anybody any your family business but you don't tell somebody's enemy your family business that's mm-hmm. one thing mm-hmm. i want to see to be like you know what og she did kind of in the beginning but she didn't go as hard as i wanted her to go i wanted her to say you know og like i told you that in confidence not even as a bomb it was just in conversation actually we found out it wasn't told in confidence. It was at a dinner at a with public Byron. dinner. And Kwame was there. So this was told to you in private. She could say that. This was told to you in private. And I never intended for you to ever use that against Kristen. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty disappointed in you as my friend that you did that. Right. Uh, Cece didn't do that. Right. And I wanted Cece to say, Kristen, I know you're hurt and you probably don't even want to talk to me right now. But I'm going to take responsibility. I should have. Even if you, however you feel about the secret. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have done that. Cece didn't do that. And I just feel like it's because Cece's tired and Cece doesn't want to argue. Like, you brought up a good point. I don't want to hear that I'm sorry and then we keep going in circles. Exactly. And that's exactly what Kristen and Cece are doing. Mm-hmm. It's so draining. Um, and I thought Kristen was very adult at the, yeah. at the you know, because she could have still been mad. But you don't know how many days goes between filming. But mm-hmm. but I'm sure Kristen's drained by it anyway. Right. I think she's just drained too and she maybe was looking for Cece's accountability and she didn't take it because her and OG kind of hashed it out like even though OG's delusional like you don't I don't have a problem with you you mm-hmm. have it with me yes like, really, I was like OG? OG come on like this is this is a perfectly perfect moment mm-hmm. for you to really put your feelings on the table and just be vulnerable but I think OG is so obsessed with being this tough ass woman mm-hmm. and having this guard up that she can't even work her way to just be humble for a second. Right, and th- every time she keeps crying, I keep saying, OG, why are you crying? Yeah. Because you why can't are play you tough, and then now you're crying and because then- she said that Kwame did X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Okay. But Tammy said something very interesting. She said, OG might have started the fire, but CC lit the match. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes perfectly with the fact that Kristen brought up the idea of CC being this puppet master, mm-hmm. and all she has to do is sit back and expect OG to deliver messages, and then CC just has to run and hide and then back out like she always does, or have some type of explanation right. as to you know it just it doesn't give CC it helps CC not have to take accountability for anything. It helps CC not take accountability for everything, but I also have to say it takes off too much accountability from OG mm-hmm. because that just makes it seem like OG is perfectly fine with Kristen, but she's just deliver like carrying the bone. OG has a problem with Kristen. Absolutely. And, and I feel like the, her friendship with Cece is a little bit fake because because they have a common enemy, that's how that's sometimes how girls get together. Mm-hmm. So by say, by um, saying, oh, I think it's Cece who's just planting the seeds and letting you grow them, and you're just delivering, and, and then OG going, 
hmm, it's convenient for OG yeah. Dalton because it takes off the heat from her. Yeah. You have a problem with Kristen and just say it with your chest. Like, I don't even like the her. And yeah. she still has to answer to me for the stuff that she said about me at the reunion, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, she so. still has that bone. Because when she was doing the butt plaster thing with Jackie, mm-hmm. she said, I just don't like fake females. Right. Okay. What about Kristen is fake for you? Because Kristen makes her feelings about you very clear yeah so what is this it's the issue? whole fake thing i think it's because she kept alluding to this whole scott you're not a basketball wife thing. but that doesn't make you a fake person that makes your that makes a little bit of your life a fabrication but that's a materialistic side like who cares about your lifestyle like fake, og does because that's her enemy that's you know sad. what i mean like you can bring that up even if it's something minute to us because again that has nothing to do with who christian is as a person mm-hmm. but like picture it from an em- enemy's perspective yeah your whole life is fake you're acting and on top of that the issue between Kristen and uh og is what this whole marriage mm-hmm. your man my man label thing. a label right so you're talking about me and my man when you and your man you're not even a really a basketball wife you see how you can use mm-hmm. that now because she's just like how you gonna talk about me when you have a couple skeletons in your closet yeah. you see how that goes so, yeah yeah well that was a lot yeah but i want to lighten the load a little bit and get to some news and gossip. Are we lightening the load? We are, because okay. this is kind of, sort of, a good thing. Okay. It depends on how you look at it, but go ahead. So, for today's news and gossip, we have a little bit of an announcement. Tammy states that she is leaving Basketball Wives. Mm. A fan posted a video of her interview with BET where she says that season 8 of Basketball Wives would be her last season. She says that Basketball Wives has run its course. They seem to tape 6 to 7 months a year and she just wants time to do other things. We know Tammy has her bonnet chronicles, she's newly married, and she's focusing on her health, which is really important and her children so she looks it looks like she's moving on from basketball wives and you know are we surprised no. because we've seen her pull back this up at this season and she even says she's gonna pull back this season yeah so. and shawnee acknowledged it in this episode too right and like, jackie did right and so i'm sure they're no one shocked and even though it's sad because tammy was an integral part of the whole franchise of Basketball Wives. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to see her kind of grac- graciously bow out. Like, if she yeah. got into a huge fight, which we don't know yet, if the season's long, yeah. and then she left, it would not be a good taste for Tammy. But I just think that I'm okay with her leaving. I think she's purposely avoiding having to shoot with Evelyn because she knows that it's her last season mm-hmm. and she didn't want that look. Right, she just can't be bothered and I, I can't be mad at her for not wanting to be bothered. Yeah. I think at this point we have to realize our age and our statuses as ladies and women. And she's a wife now. And she's a wife now, so yeah. she's above that and I appreciate mm-hmm. that. So we wish Tammy the best of yes. luck. Yes, good luck Tammy. Good luck Tammy. Great things, great things. And she can focus on not smoking anymore. Yes, her health is a big thing and she looks amazing. She gained a little weight, yes. but it's healthy. It looks it's so good weight. on her. Yes, it looks like she was uh, um, like losing a little bit of weight. I think she was dealing with diabetes last Yeah. T- well, she still, you don't she still is, do, but, but she's handling improved. it better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, good luck to Tammy. Yes, mm-hmm. amazing. Awesome. So, of course, we have to get into some tweets as well. Yes. And we have, like, Basketball Wives has some of the funniest fans they're shady. <laughs> they're very shady. It's a but, shady show. But they're honest. Yes. Especially when you've been following it for so long. Like, you have an opinion about everything. Right. So, at P underscore Stephia Press says, Watching Basketball Wives is funny because they're acting the same 
as when it first started coming on, but they look older. Right. And, I mean, what you kind of do expect that they're going to mature a little bit, but this is basketball. No. Right? So you're... It wouldn't be fun if they matured. Right. Let's be real. We wouldn't watch. Right. Um, me- at Messy Button, me- Meshy Button, um, <laughs> I'm just catching up on Basketball Wives, and Kristen is mad over some BS about her grown-ass husband. LMAO, I can't take her. I'm with you, girl. I just don't like her character. Um, at K Mom Davis. Oh, my God. OG is ugly inside and out. Cece is so wrong. Everyone went hard on Kristen last season, but Cece is sorry, and so is Thomas. Thomas? How did Thomas Thomas catch that stray bullet? I wasn't expecting that. Dang, Thomas. Girl, you met at everybody. Okay. <laughs> we got a last one here. At I am Dr. J. LMAO girl. Every season, it seems, at Tammy Roman says it's her last <laughs> basketball live season. She said that last season, girl. Okay. Okay, so he had the scoop. So he knows that Tammy Roman's. But you know what? It just seems more realistic that she's leaving this yeah. This season. Like, I believe Because the way it's being done. Yeah. 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 Definitely. We, we, be- we believe you. <laughs> I believe her, unfortunately. So. I want to see some fashion. Let's see some fashion. I'm going to be nicer this week. You're going to be nicer? Do you promise? No, Are you capable I of being nicer this I love these girls. I'm, come on now. Okay, go Don't ahead. do me. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> go ahead and introduce our special segment. So, we're going to have the Invasion of the Closet Snatchers, where we pick two basketball wives, well, basketball wife cast members, and we're doing it from the entire franchise. Mm-hmm. So, we have Drea, and I can't see who we have Brooke. here. Brooke. Okay, sorry. The lights are in my eyes. We have Drea versus Brooke. I hope you guys remember Dre and Brooke, they're not on this season, obviously. You but guys have to remember Dre and Michelle. Big parts. Now, let's see. Um, based on this outfit, I, w- I mean, sorry, these two pictures, I would say that Brooke's uh, outfit would be a little bit more style. It's hard to see a little bit, but I, I would say, but I love Dre's fashion. Mm-hmm. But Dre has an amazing body, and she yeah. makes everything look good. So you know what? Dre has... Dre has more of what I like, but Brooke has more of my body type, so I like the way things look on her. But Mm -hmm. I'm going to take Dre because I'm a big Dre fan. I'm a huge Drea fan. I love where she started and where she is now. Yeah. I love how she grew up and is now minding her business. She took herself out of the franchise. She's not in that catty stuff. Mm-hmm. You can't keep up with a, like me. You remember that's my favorite yeah, yeah, line yeah, from Drea. So. Yeah, I definitely respect anybody that does something for their betterment mm-hmm. and their peace of mind. Um, Fashion-wise, it was really hard because I was going through Brooke's Instagram page and a lot of her pieces are very cute. But I do take into the like the body shape thing as well and Drea is petite she has big boobs mm-hmm. but Drea is a petite girl and a lot of her pieces they're not simple they're actually daring they are and it's something I aspire to more mm-hmm. um so I would definitely snatch Drea's closet I love it. I love her range like she yeah. can go super like haute couture super like avant-garde yeah super street like you know and everything in between so we're gonna Drea for the win this week yes absolutely yeah. that was that was a good one that was nice yeah that was nice yeah. so what do you what do you expect from this this season um I, 
I expect, I don't know how many more seasons of Basketball Wives there are. Let's just put it out there. It's eight seasons. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I don't know why I'm getting this feeling. Maybe it's because Tammy's leaving. I'm sure they're going to continue it. But it seems yeah. like we're getting a lot of things resolved. A lot of characters that were hot and like were in a lot of conflicts are not anymore. And we have new people in conflicts. But mm-hmm. it seems like things are getting resolved. And so I think that, and this is hopeful thinking, but mm-hmm. maybe by the end of this, we're not all going to be friends here. But I don't see a major beef happening. I see everybody. Really? Just figuring it out. Figuring it out. Except for OG and Phoebe, which we have not seen. Mm -hmm. We don't know how big of a character Phoebe's going to be. So it's not like, it might not even matter. It might just be something for the season, you know? But I see, I'm just hopeful thinking, I'm just going to say that they smooth things out and maybe welcome some new girls or something. Well, with seeing how smart of a mouth OG has and how unfiltered she is, and, and then on top of that, how honest Phoebe is, I don't see them having a smoothing out thing. Oh, I, no, I said except for them. Oh, you said, ex- oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. I see, I definitely see them getting into something. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope they don't get physical, honestly, because OG is a big girl. Mm-hmm. Like, playing tackle football, that's not for the, the meek and mild. Mm-hmm. And so I would really hope that things don't get physical. But then again, you, you can never judge someone, because Phoebe might have hands, too. Right, and girls like Phoebe, they don't see size or what you do. They don't care about that anyway. So if it does get physical, which I don't, I hope it doesn't, only because, like, you're new to L.A., you're a mom with two kids. Like, this is not your way that you should jump in. But then again, this is Basketball Wives. How mm-hmm. could I expect everyone to be an adult yeah exactly i do want to take a quick moment because this live chat is just gave me life just now i took a i took a glance just now and cameron cruz 1974 says have not yet watched the episode but wanted to say hello to the great panelists We'll watch the episode later, then come back for the recap. Panelists, you do a great job. Appreciate your hard work. Cameron? Is it yes! Me? Cameron A boy Cruz. or a girl? Probably a, a guy. I don't know. So, hi, Cameron. Thank you so much. With that, like, that means everything to us. Thank I, you. Yes, we love the love. Yeah. Really appreciate that. Um, but yeah, I think that there's definitely going to be drama. Mm-hmm. And then I remember in, that, in the trailer, mm-hmm. we saw this big blow up. And it might be during this trip that they're about to take. And we saw Evelyn, Cece, and just, like, everybody, everybody. running. Mm-hmm. And Evelyn was about to fight someone. Yeah, she looked pissed. And I really feel like it was Cece. And I'm trying to... I'm, just, you think Evelyn was pissed at Cece? Yeah. Mm. Based on, like, based on the... Editing. The editing. Mm. And so I'm trying to figure out what could Cece do to piss Evelyn off that much because they don't even interact. I don't know, but then again, remember Cece and Evelyn had an issue. They it looked like it oh, just moved it so over, long. but it's those can, that wound can always be like you you smooth things over with people, but like if you had an issue once, it's easier to jump back into something. Maybe Cece said something mm-hmm. or did something. Maybe Cece said something to Jen and about Evelyn. You know, you just never know. And, and I'm looking forward to seeing if that's going to be the beef. Yeah, me too. Me yeah. too. New beefs. So that's what we were hoping for this season. But I want your predictions for the next episode. <laughs> Now, you're after <laughs> Put your thinking cap on. Hmm. 
next episode, I think we see them all come together at some type of cabin or some type of getaway. They always be going to this getaway thinking everything's going to be kumbaya. Yeah. I'm so tired of them. They know what's going to happen. They you put all know. those girls in the room in our same house. I think that Jen and Evelyn, because I think I saw Jen walk through that door. So mm-hmm. I think Jen and Evelyn are going to have a sit down. I need them to have a sit down with no one else there. Jen and Evelyn. Evelyn. With no one there? No one there. Because it's... Shawnee has to be there. Somebody has to be there. Someone has... But they're adults, and I don't think that they're at a fighting, like... At this point, I don't see Evelyn being enraged. She's annoyed highly, mm-hmm. but she's not enraged. So I see them sitting down with each other finally. They're in the same house. She can't run. Mm-hmm. And Evelyn just calling Jen out, and maybe Jen's going to take accountability this episode, next episode. Okay. Um, I wish you said her name before we came in. Shania? Shania. Shania. It looked like Jen brought Shania. Yeah. It looked like her because she was really tall. Curvy. And she had she was curvy, mm-hmm. but she had sunglasses on. But her lace wig was laid, and mm-hmm. Sanaya's hair was always laid. Yes, and just like her lips look just like you Sanaya. remember Sanaya great. Yeah, Sanaya's foggy to me. Yes, yeah. I remember her because she was always she was in something. So I feel like Jen brings Sanaya, and that might bring up some issues because Sanaya did have drama last season. She did. I just I can't really remember. I feel so bad and stupid, mm-hmm. but I can't remember exactly who she had big issues with. It was with the girl Asia or her sister but nobody Kristen. from this season right no now No from this though. season because Jet, I think Evelyn brought Sanaya to be the stylist for the girl that she was she was throwing shade to the other girl. She did but it wasn't intentional though. You you can't tell somebody that it your style malicious. sucks but let me bring styles to help you. That is so malicious. Yeah. If you don't like my style and you really want to help me but you Evelyn, pull me aside and talk first. Don't bring those styles here like oh I can't I have brought somebody here to help you. Like that is so shady. And it's Evelyn. When's Evelyn not shady? No, 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 no. Because Evelyn felt really, really bad about it. Because I remember Evelyn was, like, apologizing greatly to her. After she... After the girl was upset about it. Yeah, yeah. But that shows that there wasn't malice behind there it. There was malice. Because if you remember, they, she was talking about her style every... You have to remember the, how <laughs> yeah, Evelyn was. She, was. she was getting at her every moment. Like, her style sucks. Because she couldn't dress. Come on. That okay. sucks. It was shady. Okay. So we'll see. Maybe we don't even know if, if it's Sanaya, but yeah. it might be, and we'll see how that plays out. Maybe yes. just Jen just needs a, a teammate. She's on an island. Well, so. she doesn't need a teammate that's going to slice everything up and yeah. build it up and make more tension. But yeah. those are our predictions. Mm-hmm. Thank you everyone for tuning in today. I am Brianna Cheyenne. You can follow me on Instagram at I am B underscore Cheyenne C H I A N N E. And I'm a Daisy. And you can follow me on Instagram at one a Daisy one A D A E C E. All right. Peace out. See you next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 